going on, all you nostalgic DeLoreans? Ooh. I'm your host, Corbin Andrews, on this pleasantly sunny and delightful Sunday afternoon. It and joined to my right is the man that prioritizes breakfast over God, Christian <laughs> Flincham. Mm. Um, Isn't that right, Christian? Uh, allegedly. Uh, so... Saturday, Saturday, we woke up at 8 a.m. to go to breakfast with a friend, and today he couldn't even wake up for an 11 o'clock service. <laughs> so, so what, let's go to the tape, Christian. What does yeah, it say? It's not my best performance today. Are you here with us, Christian? I am here. I got my coffee. <laughs> you got it's your coffee nice ready. Day. You're, you know, you're ready to go. It's a good. I'm ready to go. Two forty-five, and you're ready to go. <laughs> no, I've been ready. Uh, and, and across the way, we have Kendra Mickles, everyone. Hello. Round of applause. I also I tried to go to church. We tried, and no one can say we didn't try. Uh, but we went to the one church, and their sign says 11 a.m. Walked up to it. It was locked. There's no one there. So we're like, well. Let's try the church next door. And they had started at 1030. So then we're like, well, oh. I guess we could try the Catholic church down the road. They had started at 10. Then yes. on our way back to our house, we passed uh, a kind of creepy just house that just said Gospel Hall oh, in front God. of it. And they started at 1115. And Eric was like, do you want to go there? And I was like, no, I do not. <laughs> <laughs> and so we didn't go to church today. <laughs> wow. Well, you put in more effort than Christian. We today. got up, and, we got you know, dressed, we were ready to go. That's what really matters. That's what really matters. That's right. So, um, well, yeah, that's about. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Maybe one of your elf eyes seen? <laughs> Everyone ask, what do your elf eyes see? Yeah, that's how I was. Yo, thinking. well, let me tell you, my elf eyes haven't really seen that much this week, honestly. I've still been watching Grand Tour, which is always a good, fun watch. Um, and then I've still been watching Letterkenny and Fargo. Um, so it's pronounced I'm, Fago. Fago. You Fago, you have tacos in Fago. And, and a corn uh, tortilla. And a corn tortilla. And so I'm, I think I got like three episodes left. Um, and then I think I have like about a season and a half left of Letterkenny. But let me tell you what I just watched. Shout out to my dad for recommending the documentary Free Solo. Oh, you finally uh, watched it. Have you watched it? No, not yet. Oh, Kendra. Though I so, did watch a documentary this week. So. Okay, well... Um, it's on Amazon Prime, and basically it follows this guy named Alex Honnold, um, and he is trying to be the first person to ever free solo El Capitan, which is like, has never been done. It's in Yosemite. It's like one of the hardest mountains to climb, even with rope. And so it does a really, really good job of giving a background of this guy and kind of not making... I think one of the stereotypes is like people who do these things are just like thrill seekers and who just are like out to like get this adrenaline rush and that kind of stuff. And so, uh, it, it did a really good job of kind of presenting him as 
is somebody who probably I wouldn't describe it as normal, um, but who definitely isn't just like I'm just trying to get this high, or like you know, and they kind of use like cliche of like when he free solos, that's when he feels the most alive and that kind of stuff. But uh, so they do a good job of his background. It is probably one of the more beautiful documentaries I've ever seen. I mean, just visually a, a great, um, a great looking film. And it's, I won't give anything away, but like, it doesn't matter. I, I didn't really care if he uh, not died or not, but like, you don't like, there's always the risk of like one slip and he'll die. Um, but it was more of just like the grind of it of just like, how far is he going to go? Is he going to do it? Because you kind of got the feeling like, well, if he does it, then he's going to do it. But if, you know, if I would, I kind of got the feeling like, well, he'll stop before he dies. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So it, 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 it's more about like, how far is he really going to go with this? Not, oh, is he going to live or die? You know? So, which is kind of also like another, you know, another thing with this of, of these kind of documentaries of like, he's the first person to ever do this. Will he do it? And you're like, well, of course he's going to like not die. They produce this documentary, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but it's more of like, how far is he going to, like, is he going to do it? Is he not going to do it? So, and they, he kind of gets a, he kind of gets a girlfriend and, and it, you can kind of see like the sway of like, is he really focused on this now or is he more focused on like, maybe I should stop and like have a family or, um, you know, is this kind of be in the background of his mind as he's climbing, you know, this girl that he's falling in love with. So all in all, really good documentary, really enjoyed it. Um, so yeah, it was, it was crazy to watch. I mean, just the, as somebody who's climbed like 10 rock, you know, rock walls in their life, um, and who struggles is really bad. Like me, it's just like amazing how somebody can do, can do something like this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so you, res- you respect the art, I guess, in a way too, of just like, this isn't like trying to jump over like 10 buses. You know what I mean? This is like, takes, it's, it really shows like, this is, it's your life. It's not just something you can pick up and, and try to do. So all in all, very good documentary. So that's all that I've seen this week. Well, Christian? Well, I caught the tail end of that. That was pretty nerve wracking looking of a, of a oh, show. Yes. Um, the one thing, well, I guess I can finally say it now. I finished South Park. Ooh. Oh, man. Oh, man. I finished the last episode, uh, I think, the start of this weekend. So, And then I also What are finished, you going to do with your life, man? I, know, I also yeah. finished Letterkenny yesterday. What are you going to do, <laughs> man? So now I've finished both South Park and Letterkenny, and I have no clue what to do with my life. <laughs> so uh, last night, or Friday, no, no Friday night, I watched Assassination Nation. Um, have you ever heard of this, Kendra? I've heard of it, yeah. Um, I thought the trailer looked really cool, and I really liked the uh, song in the trailer. 
so I wanted to watch it. Um, I thought it was pretty good. I gave it a seven out, seven out of ten in my review to my friends who asked. <laughs> <laughs> so on his blog. Yeah, no blogging, just just casual casual review. So I thought it was pretty good. There was a lot of violence and a lot of guns and a lot of agenda. I'd say, mm. but. Mm. You know? Political agendas. Yeah, there was definitely some political agenda in that. But I thought it was pretty interesting. It was kind of like the purge meets like so the whole idea is like this town gets hacked and like all of everybody's like everything terrible that they've done gets released to the public. Mm. And uh it's really sad actually because like I mean, I could definitely see that being the downfall of our society. Like, everyone's, like, dirty laundry just being aired to, you know? Yeah. Like, shown to everyone because people are so brutally harsh these days, you know? Mm-hmm. It was, it was kind of like making that, um, that assertion of, like, of how... Hey, Kendra, real quick, can you hear that are. banging? Yeah. I was just about yeah. to ask what that is. It's people upstairs... Oh, well. They're probably building a bookshelf. <laughs> probably. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. I just wanted to... Yeah, but... Um, I mean, I, I just thought that was an interesting uh, commentary. It was kind of a commentary on our society right now. Um, and then, basically, it becomes the purge. <laughs> like, a purge-like uh, thing. Like, total anarchy, pretty much. Because everybody's <laughs> stuff is released. That's pretty interesting. I thought it was pretty good. I'd recommend it. It's on Hulu if you ever if you get interested. Nice. But yeah, that's what I've been watching. Um, well, I watched a documentary this week um, called Three. What's it called? Three blind mice. Three. No. <laughs> three. Three identical strangers. Um, it's a documentary that CNN did, and I you can watch it on Hulu. Um, but it's about these triplets who are separated at birth and then accidentally find each other, like had no idea that they were triplets and then happened to find each other. And the world kind of goes crazy. Like they were on all the talk shows and all of the covers of magazines, like how crazy it was that they found each other. Um, So that's crazy in itself. But then it goes into like, well, why were they separated? And, what was going on there and uh it gets pretty crazy like the the story behind why they were separated um and it's kind of the whole thing is kind of a sad story but uh yeah it was really good so i would recommend that one um i don't know if anyone would like because it happened in the 60s so i don't know if like people we know would remember that happening but it seemed like it was a big deal when it happened Mm. Uh, like they showed clips of them on the tv shows and covers of magazines and stuff so that was a good one um and then i'm still reading that catwoman book it's still pretty good i also started a new book called sometimes i lie and it's uh kind of that unreliable narrator thing uh and you're following this woman who is 
and she's in a coma. She was in an accident, and she were like hearing her thoughts, and she can like hear what's going on, but she's in a coma. And then mm-hmm. it bounces back and forth between that and like the days before this accident. But at the beginning of the book, she says, uh, "I'm in a coma." My husband doesn't love me anymore, and sometimes I lie. So you don't really, like, you're not really sure if everything you're being told is the truth. So I like books like that. So I'm not very far into it, but um, it's good so far. And I like the narrator. So, and that's always a plus, because sometimes narrators ruin books. Right. And um, last night, uh, so do you know what perler beads are? Yeah. Mm. Uh, so last night I bought a bunch of perler beads and I am like so excited to like do perler beads. So I was doing that in the living room and I told Eric to put on whatever he wanted. I didn't care because I was focused on what I was doing. So he chose to put on one of the stupidest movies I've ever seen called Basketball. Oh, Basketball. It was so stupid. Never seen it, but I know what it is. Well, it was really stupid and I wasn't even really watching it. And I was like, this is the stupidest thing I've ever seen. But it's the guys. He wanted to watch it because the two main guys in that movie are the creators of South Park. And they voice a lot of the people in South Park. That makes sense. So then after we watched this stupid movie, he put on an episode of South Park. And I watched an episode of South Park. (laughs) So that was a fun night. It was the episode, Christian, where... Uh, the hippies take over the town. Oh, uh, okay. And they have to, like, get rid of all the hippies. <laughs> Stan is like, we have to get rid of the hippies. And everyone's like, it's not a big deal. And the rest of the kids, like, kind of fall in with the hippies. And then hippies take over the whole town. And they're like, Stan, you have to help us get rid of the hippies. And it's like it's like a parody of that movie, The Core. Because they build a big drill to, like, drill through all the hippies to get to the... You seem like you don't know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember. Christian, <laughs> Christian does not. I... <laughs> okay, well, that's what happened. So, that was fun. And that's I'll all I've... Back and look. That's all I've really seen this week. Gotcha. Well, are you ready to break off a piece of the fancy feast? I am. Break me off a piece of that fancy feast. It's a cat food. Nailed it. Uh, and I would like to send a shout out to my husband, Eric, because, uh, again, due to my lack of being on Facebook and Twitter, I didn't have a lot of news and he sent me a bunch. So thank thank you to Eric. Um, we had several anniversaries this week. Futurama turned 20 on the 28th which I believe was Thursday. 20 years of Futurama. Futurama is uh, one of my favorite shows. I love it. Um, Do you guys like Futurama? No. No, I don't like it. How much of it have you watched? (laughs) Enough. I haven't... Okay, I watched it forever ago, and I haven't really given it a second chance. I I really, really want to like whatever his name is. The creator. No, oh, the creator. yeah. Uh huh. I really want to like what he does. Matt. But I, Matt Groening. Grogan. Groening. 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 Um. Groening. But I just it. don't. I just don't. I don't think his. Well, Futurama is great, and you're stupid. So. 
Um, so there's that. Um, okay. <laughs> like, uh, whatever. Batman turned 80 years old this week. Oh, wow. Yeah. So uh, Batman first appeared in 1939. This is definitely an Eric-influenced news circuit. <laughs> I can already tell. <laughs> well, my next thing is that today, I believe, The Matrix turned 20. Mm -hmm. Keanu, hey, how did our how did that poll go? Oh, I forgot to put it up. I'll try and put it up this week. Oh, See, I'm not on Twitter. Oh I'm not on Twitter. I'm not on well, Twitter. Well, I hope the world sides with That's me. That's very disappointing. I was looking forward to I that. I was too. I was really looking forward to the thought. results. I'm so sorry. So, I forgot. Well, we have Eric's opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. Uh, so, yeah, it's funny to think about the that Futurama and The Matrix both came out 20 years ago. Yeah, I that's a bit wild. I wouldn't have thought that. So, no. uh, we got a new Godzilla trailer this week. Did you watch that? No. It's, Christian's, uh, real, Christian's really uh, into this Godzilla. Yeah, I'm and, very excited. It looks and good. I saw Eric posted saying it's... I think he either said it is the most anticipated movie of the year or it's his most anticipated movie of the year. Yeah, but he's way, really excited. Um, and it's an interesting trailer because throughout the trailer, they play a really slow version of Somewhere Over the Rainbow, like a real orchestral <laughs> version of it. It's very interesting. So I would I would recommend you watch it. But uh, yeah, it's a good trailer. It looks like it's going to be good. I'm excited for all the monsters to... Yeah, yeah, I really like that three-headed one. Um, I forget what he's called. Yeah, I forget too. But that's going to be exciting, I think. Yeah, I hope so. And I'm glad they're not showing us a lot of the fighting yet. Like, they're keeping that out of the trailers. So, don't ruin it. That's what I say. Yeah. Lil' Kim has announced that she is going to have a new album. It's her first album in 14 years. Wow, it's gonna I... Be it's going to be called Nine. I don't think, think that album will do well. I'm just going to go ahead and say it now. Okay, well, we will how, see. We will how see, though. dare you? What was the last hit that she did? Um, I don't know, like I don't know but it was 2005. Or it was her yeah. last album. I'll have to look it up. But uh, her new single called Go Off, A-W-F-F, -F, uh, was out this week. So good for her is what huh. I say. Like, real good for her. Yeah, we'll see. Um, in Keanu Reeves news, um, we did get a John Wick 3 trailer. Which, oh, really? Yeah, which uh, I know must be shocking to some listeners since it sounded like I hate Keanu. I don't, but I'm excited for John Wick. I love John Wick. That's all I have to say. Looks real good. I'm excited to see how this saga concludes. So, that's all I have to say. Nice. I'm yeah. looking at Lil' Kim's songs, and the only one I recognize is Lady Marmalade. <laughs> yeah, that's on a, well, I, this I is probably would recognize some she's if She's from I, a different age. Yeah. You know? Well, like, that's I why I had it on pay here. pay attention to her then, because I was too young. I, I don't know. I think we'll she was around when we were younger. I mean, 2005 yeah, I mean, was her last her album. Like, I know what she looks like. I'm looking at her right now, and I've seen her on stuff, but 
I don't. I actually don't think I know any of her songs. Mm. I was thinking of somebody else when I said her album would do badly, though. Oh. <laughs> I can't remember Classic who I was Christian. thinking about. Classic Christian move. <laughs> Another little something, something artist. Yeah. That's a little little Wayne. No. Oh. A woman that little little. I don't know. Tochi. The one that did my my lipstick is popping. Oh. Uh, um, I know that song. Little, little Mama. Yes. Lip gloss. My lip gloss is popping. My lip yeah. gloss is cool. I hate that song. Yeah. I like that song. That's who I was thinking of. Like, no one cares what she has to uh, what put she out has these to days. Offer. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So we have the PlayStation Mini. And we had the uh, some other minis, and now Sega has uh, announced that they will have a Sega Genesis mini that's going to release on September nineteenth. Uh, the Sega Genesis was before my time. Uh, Eric was playing the Sega Genesis when he was younger. Cause he's old. Cause, <laughs> Cause he's um, like forty. <laughs> <laughs> he's not forty. <laughs> Uh, 39. I played so, the Sega, but I didn't own one. I didn't own it either. I went to a youth group thing. I went to my much older friend's house to play the <laughs> Sega. So. Well, uh, the Sega, the U.S. version of the Sega Genesis Mini is going to have uh, Altered Beast, Castlevania Bloodlines, Comics Zone, Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, Echo the Dolphin, oh, I've that. heard of that one. Gunstar Heroes, Shining Force, Sonic the Hedgehog, Space Harrier 2, and Toe Jam and Earl. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, so, yeah. I've actually played the Sega Genesis in it um, in Arizona at a video game bar, and I played Altered Beast. I remember playing that. And uh, back in the GameCube days, there was a Sonic Mega Collection, and it had this Dr. Robotnik's Mean Beam Machine on there. It's basically like Tetris. I do not care a re, for Sonic. A re, uh, a re uh, imagined Tetris, basically. Sonic does absolutely nothing for me. It's I so like fast. It. I've watched it's people. Hard. I've watched people play it, and it just like it hurts my eyes to watch it after a while because you're moving yeah. so fast. So. Yeah, I just don't care for it. It really doesn't. I thought it was cool when I was a kid. Sonic Adventure 2 Battle nope. was awesome. Worst game. I loved that game. Sonic, at least in the Sega, used to be like their front runner. It was good, <laughs> but the new Sonic stuff is so bad. Who cares about it? Who their, cares their about game it? game on uh, Xbox is, isn't bad. It's pretty good. There's nothing you can say to me right now that will make me go back. On my word of Sonic. Mm. All right. Well, <laughs> let's move on. <laughs> Put out a poll, Kendra. <laughs> you like Sonic games. The whole world does. Yeah, I, I think doubt. a I, lot of I people do. It. Someone does, or they wouldn't be able to make them. So that's all I, I got to say. <laughs> uh, next bit of news, uh, John Carpenter, who we've talked about on this podcast, uh, he's going to be receiving a big award at the next Cannes Film Festival, which is 
one of the biggest film festivals in the world. Um, he's going to be getting the 2019 Carrosse d'Or Award, which means uh, that's French for Golden Coach. This is on the AV Club. It says, in its statement, the Guild offered this high-minded praise of Carpenter's work, including Halloween and Escape from New York. Each of Carpenter's films enhances the irresistible delight of staging. In each of them, the work on space, on what is off-screen, on the visible and on the invisible, is constantly renewed and regenerated in order to redefine fear, a fear that is always prone to trigger emotions in characters and actors who have become iconic. <laughs> so other people who have won this award are uh, Werner Herzog, Martin Scorsese, Clint Eastwood, Jane Campion, uh, Jim Jarm Jarmusch, uh, and uh, Alan Renee. I don't know that last person, but I I really like Escape from New York. It's a cool I've idea. I've only seen parts of it, but I do like it. Well, the best part is at the end when he when he says you're the duke and he keeps shooting the duke. So... Oh, is that from that movie? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I've heard it's you say a, that. His name's Snake. It's a yeah, great Snake it's a Fliskin. great movie. Yep. Yep. It's a good movie. And I it's another great Carpenter film, so yeah. yeah, I like I like John Carpenter. Yeah, I think I have like five of his movies. So. All right, so Cheers, the show Cheers, used to hold the record for the longest running multicam sitcom, uh, and another show has just surpassed it. So, what show do you think it is? Wait, what does um, what does multicam mean? Multiple cameras. It's not just one camera. Uh, The Big Bang Theory. Oh, how did you know that? Did you look it up? No, I didn't. I just. That I just Christian's that, a huge Big Bang Theory fan. I just know. <laughs> I've watched it. a lot of seasons of it, and I know that it's been on for a while. And that's, you know what that's show, why I was you wondering. You know what show I hate? And it's multicam, and it's one of those shows that tells you how to laugh. I don't remember. <laughs> oh, maybe it was Family Guy. There was some episode of some show where it was like talking about, like, oh, yeah, we know how to laugh. We know when to laugh. I oh, think it, it was fan. always sunny. It's always oh, sunny. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They like make a reality show of Charlie's mom and oh, Max's yeah, mom. Yeah. And he's like, Oh, well, they would like add the laughs yeah, in like, See, and look, it would we like change the laugh. tone of yeah. like everything that was happening. Yeah. It was really funny because I was thinking, you know, in Big Bang Theory, nothing is funny, but you laugh nothing is because funny. it tells you to laugh. Right, There's yeah. Not. So you're like, chuckle about... along with the crowd, even though it's like, this isn't really that funny. No, nothing's funny in it. Well, Cheers ran for 11 seasons. Um, and uh, this is the last season of Big Bang Theory, but it it's its 12th season. Wow. So it beat it by one season. Wow. That's crazy. That's stupid. It is, yeah. Pretty crazy. They, they don't do multi-camera shows that often, right? Like typically i don't know they're, don't really they're know. all in that format aren't they like sitcom type things where it's like you know like going through different rooms in this building or i don't really understand what it means i don't know but now well, that we'll have i don't to know look it up. i don't i don't watch stupid shows but cheers fits that same format of like big bang theory you know what i mean yeah but it's just all in a bar isn't it i don't know i've never seen cheers yeah 
Uh, but I know that's where everybody knows I mean, it's your name. A, yeah. You know? The multi-camera setup, multi-camera mode of production. So I'm looking at a little graph here. You have like four cameras that are pointed at the action and you're switching between the cameras. Oh. That makes sense. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, all right. So this news uh, definitely is because Eric was my main provider of news this week. Jurassic Park. Yeah. <laughs> so Universal Studios Hollywood has revealed their plans for a new Jurassic Park raft ride that will have an 84-foot waterfall. Eric, let's go. 84 feet. I am so down nice. for that. It's supposed That'd to open cool. in the summer. Um, and the updated ride will replace the theme park's last one, which closed down in September of 2018 after 22 years in operation. Well, so yeah, I, this I is all on ladbible.com. But that sounds well. I'm this down. is the one in Hollywood. This isn't oh. the one in uh, Universal Studios Hollywood. Well, then yes, it'd be Universal Studios Orlando, the one yes. we've been to. Correct. But hey, Correct. I'll I'll take a. I'll take a trip to Hollywood. In our our favorite rocket ship? Yes. Oh, look at that. Peter Dinklage of Game of of Thrones fame and other things. He is reportedly the front runner to be the male lead in the Tom and Jerry live action movie that we're apparently getting. Interesting. No, he's not going to be Tom or Jerry. (laughs) He's going to be the human. (laughs) (laughs) The male lead. (laughs) Uh, but it's supposed to I hit. Mean, it's a good question. Uh, <laughs> is it? Well, I had to look. Do you need a human? I would. I had to look there and see. There wasn't a human in the cartoon. Well, there were, but you like never saw their faces. You just saw their feet. It was like wah wah wah. Like no, the... they, said oh, wow, they said real words. They always yelled Definitely. at Tom. Christian, you don't know. It seems as though you don't know anything. I watched Tom and Jerry a ton when I was a oh. kid please i was just joking they i meant they had like i know they had words but i meant they had just like stupid things to say yeah you on this podcast yeah exactly Mm. Mm. i do have one bit of news when you get done with yours okay i'm almost done so tom and jerry is supposed to come out april 16th of 2021 so we still have a ways to go on that one uh, my last news is Dumbo came out this week. I refuse to watch it. It's too cute. But what do you think? Have you looked at the Rotten Tomatoes for it? No. Um, I, always, I always thought Dumbo was kind of oddly weird and depressing. Dark it is, kid. yeah. Um, it is. I don't like Tim Burton. I I was kind of interested to see Danny DeVito back in on the big screen. But not enough to go see this movie. So. Where do you think the critics are at? Uh, it's either going to be really high or it's going to be really low. I'll say like 86. Christian, do you have a guess? Mm. Well, Christian is like looking it up right now. <laughs> I haven't looked it up reason. yet. Let's see, 60? Uh, critics. critics are at 50%. Yeah. Audience is at 60%. Okay. So. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, um, but I was I read this article of Danny DeVito because he's in the movie, and he said that when Tim Burton called him to be in this movie, he said 
that it's going to be the completion of the Circus Trilogy with Danny DeVito. (laughs) So the trilogy being uh, in Batman Returns, he had... He was the penguin, but he had, like, circus people as his henchmen. Right. Oh. Um, yeah. And then in Big Fish, he was a ringmaster. Oh. And in this, he is also him. a ringmaster. So, apparently, this is the completion of a Tim Burton circus trilogy with Danny DeVito. <laughs> well, I oh, that's love hilarious. Danny DeVito. <laughs> I hate Tim Burton, so. I love Danny DeVito, and it's always funny. <laughs> I, I like Danny DeVito in, in almost everything, except the Penguin was just really gross. Well, if you like Danny DeVito, yeah. let me recommend a video to you. It's Colin Farrell and Danny DeVito answering just a bunch of random Google questions that people have typed in. Uh, yeah. Pretty funny. Pretty funny. So. Yeah. I'm not a huge Danny DeVito fan. I'm sorry to my sister-in-law, Julia, because he is like... She loves him. He's her favorite. I also love Danny DeVito. He's like the funniest guy. It's just him being the penguin, really. Yeah, no, that's gross. I really did not he like is gross him as, as the, penguin. the penguin. It's really gross. But it fits. It fits with that character. Yeah. Yeah. But he was the grossest penguin ever. I feel. He was like. good in LA Confidential. Of course, there hasn't been another penguin. Has there in like live action? I don't think. I don't think so. Well, unless you're counting Gotham, yeah. Uh, which one I haven't. And he's a good penguin, I think. The the Penguin and Riddler in that show have been solid, I think. In Gotham? Yeah, in Gotham. Gotcha. Well, that's all my news. Christian, what was your news? Okay, well, I just have one thing. Um, so, uh, Naughty Dog is releasing Crash, CTR, Crash, uh, Team Racing... I had this game on PlayStation, um, so they're they're doing like what they did with the Crash trilogy when they released them and the Spyro trilogy. So they're gonna release the. It's basically like Mario Kart, but with Crash Bandicoot. Nice. What what platform? For Xbox, it's on all three: Xbox, Switch, and the big three, eh? And <laughs> PS4. Look at that. <laughs> I. Uh... I definitely put Crash Bandicoot with you in my mind, Christian, because I think we only ever played it when we were at your house. Yeah, yeah. I was a PlayStation kid, so. It's a stressful game. I hate it when <laughs> yeah. you have to run Honestly, forward so and you can't hard. see what's in front of you. I hate that. Like when the rock is chasing you or the polar bear is chasing you. I hate that. Yeah, it's so hard. Like going back and playing like the remastered version. It really annoys me, actually, now that I'm older. But it is, like, nostalgic at the same time, so I, like, love it. But I'm also, like, I can't beat any of the levels, so I get frustrated. (laughs) (laughs) But CTR is a little bit easier because it's just a racing game, so those are fun. I don't think we said that that segment was called uh, Right, We Have a Piece of That Fancy Feast. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Did we? It's been so long ago since we started this. (laughs) Well, it's over now. So, Corbin, what's our nostalgia of the week? Was it it my turn? Uh, Yeah. Uh, Just kidding. On this Sunday afternoon, there was really only one topic that I felt like we could talk about. And that's right. Jesus Christ. It's Jason Bourne. (laughs) 
that's Jason Bourne. <laughs> that's literally my favorite line out of all the movies is when they see him, he's like, Jesus Christ, that's Jason Bourne. Well, one of my favorite things, I mean, rip Vine, but I loved Vines that would like show something really stupid and then would <laughs> yes. put in the clip of him yes. being like, that's Jason Bourne. <laughs> that is literally the, honestly, my favorite thing is when somebody does something really drunk and then they cut it in. It is so funny. <laughs> So, this movie, so I figured we'll talk about the the three, but we should talk about all of them as well. So, like many action movies, one day I would just walk into the living room and my dad would be like, hey, I bought this movie. <laughs> Let's watch it. So, we did, and oh boy, what kind of ride that sent me on. So, we started, I think... I think I remember this very vividly that he bought KFC and also <laughs> bought this movie and we watched it. Was I there the first time you yeah, watched it? We, yep. Yep. So we watched it and then he was like, there's also a second one. And I was like, what? <laughs> so, so I think that was like a, that was like a Domino's night when he he would buy pizza and then be like hey i also bought the second one <laughs> so we watched both of them and then the ultimatum was the first one i ever saw in theaters so yeah me too so we saw that one in Same theaters here. but wow so it this movie has probably had more influence than any other movie on on any Saturday night that I've ever had where I would come home and dad would be like, so do you want to watch like all three tonight? Yeah, <laughs> we would do that. All right. <laughs> Actually, I think what would happen would be, it'd be like Friday and he'd be like, do, do you want to watch the first one? All right. And then Saturday night. So do you want to watch supremacy? Well, often oh. we would watch uh, the first one and supremacy What's the first one yeah. called? Identity and Supremacy. Identity. We would call it. We would call them Born Nights, and we would just sit there. We did it so often. I can't believe we didn't get sick of those movies. I I could never get sick of them. Honestly, those movies were like the some of the most enjoyable times. Of just like, hey, do you want to do a Born Night? All right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's stay up till midnight so, watching Born. <laughs> so so um, but yeah, the first one. And I, um, I really, really loved, I think that that one is my, probably my favorite, just as far as like, like him trying to figure out who he is, going through all these things, being so systematic in the way that I, I think these movies really did a lot for the kind of the action genre, um, more than, more than anything. So I think before these, you kind of. I think before these, your only really action hero was like, uh, you know, Die Hard and, you know, Lethal Weapon. So kind of like Buddy Cop or Bruce Willis just being or Bruce random, Willis. Random or random Arnold Schwarzenegger. You know, ran I guess Rambo, but you know what I mean? Like, you know, a random. So this was like kind of made, uh, uh, redid the action hero uh, in my mind. So, but the first one was really, really good. I, uh, we, we watched that one a thousand times and, and how he just could kill a man with a pen. Ah, uh, 
And everyone, he kills someone with, like, the tiniest object. Yeah, it's like, that's what was so insane, was it was just so, like, he can literally do whatever he wants. Like, he doesn't know why he can do it, but he can do it, you know? Like, Mm -hmm. he knows, he knows what he's doing. And so, the first one was great. The second one is probably my least favorite out of the three. It's got... It's very sad. It's sad, it's sad, and it's just, I don't know, it, in a way, it kind of just didn't really, um, it kind of just didn't really do anything for me as far as, I I guess, moving his story along, and, and uh, I mean, it kind of goes back to, like, his first mission, which was, like, off the books and everything, but I, I think Ultimatum is probably the best as far as, like, a, just, like, a film. It's probably the best out of the three. I've um, only seen that once. I don't think I've seen it since we watched really? it in theaters. Yeah, Man. I don't think so. I've watched that one so many times. I need to watch um, it again. I think it's the best one as far as like a film is concerned. Um, as far as kind of wrapping up. I mean, they they don't really wrap it up, but they, you know, how he, it's a great conclusion to like him finally figuring out who he is and how he got involved and everything like that. Um, so we'll talk about the other two later because I definitely want to talk about them, but Kendra, what is, what's your, what's your opinions on these? Um, yeah, I, I love these movies. Um, I think Matt Damon is fantastic. I'm looking at pictures. He's such a little baby in the first one. Um, but the cast is so, I mean, Julia Stiles is great in both, in both of them. Is she in the third one too? She's in the third one. Yeah, that's right. She is in the third one. Um, and then... Uh, Brian Cox and Chris Cooper, who play the, like, they're not, are they in, in, like, in charge of Treadstone? Whoever, they're, like, involved in the government, and they, like, know who he is and stuff. Um, yeah. I think they are fantastic, like, their banter between each other. Yeah, so Chris Cooper, who plays Conklin, he is, um, he is in charge of Treadstone. He is, okay. And, And so... The other guy is like just his boss. Brian, Co- Brian yeah, Brian Cox, uh, Ward Abbott or whatever his name is. Yeah. he's like, yeah, he's basically like, you need to clean this up. Yeah, and so um, a lot so like the first time. I mean, I was, I don't know, I was in high school when we were watching this, but like some of the stuff, I like, I wasn't always sure what they were talking about, but just the way they did their performances in both movies. Uh, it's very like their dialogue and everything is very convincing of somebody who works for yeah cia yeah they're the cia right yeah yeah it's very it's very convincing of just how they they talk and interact and and everything like that um and of course clive owen is in this movie and he's look at very good as well yeah look at what they make you give um but i love like there's always a car chase there's always him uh, beating, killing someone with so, like a piece of paper. A yeah, a magazine <laughs> or yeah. a pen. Uh, so they're just they're just great they're action movies. Like yeah. great fighting, <laughs> uh, great characters. Love them. Yeah, yeah. Christian, what about you? I I, I mean, think... obviously, me and Kendra have have been. If there's probably one film that my dad wanted us to take with us, it's these. So how did you get introduced to these? Um, through you guys. Uh, really? <laughs> yeah. That's surprising. You guys come over one summer, probably 
you know, 2002 is when this came out. So I think it was probably a little bit later than that. Yeah. Y'all talked about it all the time. So I'm pretty sure I watched, I probably watched the first one with y'all. And then my dad got into it. Like he read the this, books. If, if this is a if this is a Phil Flincham it's thing, a da- this is, it's a this dad. Is it really is say. a dad. It, like yes. I feel like most dads like this yeah. series. This yeah. is a this is definitely like so one of those my dad of, got really into it. He like read the books. The books are extremely. They're not even remotely the same thing. Yeah. Like oh really? He said yeah. They're not even close. Hmm. Yeah. So which few books ever are you know yeah close to the movies Mm -hmm. but uh yeah so he read the books and he really liked the books and then we saw the ultimatum together and we watched we went and saw the new jason Bourne in 2016 new as in four years uh three years ago yeah yeah but i thought the new one was not too bad but we can weigh in on that as well um yeah really like the series um, it is crazy looking at pictures of him in the first one because just films in, in 2002 just look so different. Like, yeah. It looks so like old looking for some reason. It looks so 2000s. Yeah. It has like this filter look to them, like mm-hmm. all the pictures. Right, you know? right. Yeah. It's like, oh, that's from 2000. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Things are different then. Very much. <laughs> so, yeah, I before we move into like anything anything else um what are some of your favorite favorite scenes from the uh from the original three kendra oh favorite scenes well i do love the the scene where he is beating the guy up in the apartment uh with the pen Mm -hmm. uh when they get to like his apartment and he doesn't right he doesn't know if it's really his but his name is there Right, right. And so they're, like, looking, and then the guy, like, jumps out, and they fight. That's such a good scene. And then, let's see. I'm trying to think of a scene in the second one that I know that I like. I like um, uh, I like Pamela Landy in the second movie. She yeah. does a good job, too. I can't remember who plays her. Pamela Landy. The, the stupid mom from The Notebook. That's who. <laughs> um, <laughs> That's true. Um. Yeah, I I mean from the first one, the uh, you know there's just so many. It it does a great job of like of every decision he makes. You can see like his mind processing why he's doing those things. You know what I mean? Like I'm gonna move in this direction and do the these things and and everything else because you know like that's his training. Um, and so. I, I love that. I like the end scene when um, I guess are we we can talk spoilers, but um, spoilers for the Bourne series. But the at the oh, end. Oh, uh, Carl, not Carl Urban. What's his name? Is in the second one. Is it Carl Urban? I don't know who that is. Yeah, Carl. Oh my word, Carl Urban <laughs> from Lord of the Rings and oh, Star Trek. Yeah, 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 yeah. I am here. I didn't know that was his name. Um. I love the, um, in the first one, like the end scene where he's, um, he has that whole encounter with Conklin and he's like, you know, like you're, you're a defect of, you know, uh, a 
million dollar project you know like you need to remember and and then he has that whole scene where he shoots his way out of the apartment and oh yes that's the one the i was fi- thinking I, of. Lo- I love the whole concept of like them they're like let's call it and they call the three like assassin guys you know clive owen the guy who gets killed by the pen and then the other guy and i love the whole i love that whole concept of like we're gonna call in Bourne's like uh like co-workers essentially to take him out yeah um, and they you know and then the third one is kind of the wild card who ends up taking out conklin um but i loved that whole concept and so um but in the set in the second one i think the second one is the one i've seen the least so that's hard to remember but um i mean the whole stuff with him and amir and and Amir framing Bourne for doing all this stuff and, and uh, you know, their whole car chase scene where he, like, basically gets, like, T-boned into a, yeah. into a pillar is pretty cool. So, um, That yeah. apartment scene is awesome where he's, they're all, like, coming up the stairs and he, like, kills all of them, like, going down the stairs. That's in, that's in the first one. Yeah. Yeah. He, like, doesn't he, like, jump on a body and just, like... Yeah. Yeah, right. Which, <laughs> which you can argue if it's like realistic or not, but who cares? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't matter. But the third one, I love the scene where they're in um, the the Waterloo station with the guys on the phone, and the guy's an idiot, the journalist guy, and he's like trying to get him through, and then he's like, "I think somebody's gonna grab a gun. I gotta move." And he's like, "No, you're fine." And then he, you know, he's an idiot. And oh then yeah, the. Uh, the scene where they're like running through the, the guy like, I think he blows up his like moped or something, and then or like his car or something, and they chase through the streets of like, I don't even know where they're like Turkey or something, and uh, and he like jumps through the window and beats him with a book in a in a bathtub. So see, I've only seen it the one time, so I vaguely remember. Oh, Kendra, I know. Well, I- Listen, if if Dad was here, uh, I'll just tell say what one of Dad's favorite scenes is in the second one when he gets captured by the police on the airport, and uh, the guy's like, "One way you're gonna play ball," and then he like beats them all up and takes their <laughs> video. Is like Dad's favorite. Scene. <laughs> I hate the scene, and I hate several things in the second one. I hate the beginning because spoiler alert the girl gets killed and it's very sad but then i hate the scene where he like takes julia child not julia child's on my word julia styles and has like a gun pointed at her and she's like freaking out i hate that scene he's like what was i doing in marseille and she's like that wasn't your first mission yeah it's like yes it was (laughs) Well, I just hate, like, her face. I mean, she's just, like, I mean, she really goes for it. She does it well, but it's just, like, I don't like watching it. So. Also, Dad's favorite line is he gets, when he gets captured, they're like, well, maybe he just did it randomly. Or, like, maybe he just wasn't thinking. And Julia Stiles goes, they don't do random. Yeah, they don't do random. (laughs) Dad says that every, everything. Yeah. It's true. He goes, they don't do, Dad, why are you taking this route? We don't do random. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. That's true, yeah. Um, so I remember very little about the 
the born with what's his face who plays hawkeye jeremy Renner. who oh yeah jeremy yeah. renner i i don't think i really liked it and it ended very abruptly very abruptly that well here's so i guess we're moving into this but yeah. which is fine it, it was in a way I was upset that we're like moving away from like, it's not that born is like just this really smart and, and highly trained guy. He's taking pills or something like that. Yeah. Like they're all, he's on the blues, you know, like he's on the blue pill and that's why he's able to focus and do all these things. And it, it, it just kind of was like, in a way it felt like it was devaluing the first three to make it like he's, like they're like these breed of like special, you know, you know, science and, and agencies and stuff like that. So that was frustrating. The other thing is like, this isn't the type of franchise where Jeremy Renner can flourish. Like he is not Matt Damon caliber. Like he's great in a movie like wind river. Like he was so good in that movie. And that is, and even a movie like American hustle where he's alongside of somebody like, uh, Bradley Cooper and Christian Bale, but not when he's set to be like the next Matt Damon in this spinoff series of Bourne. You know what I mean? Mm. Like he's just—he's a great actor. This isn't this isn't Keanu Reeves. I'm saying he's a great actor. I'm just saying he is not the type of personality or the type of actor to carry a franchise after having three very successful movies with somebody as big as Matt Damon. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, but all in all, yes, I did not care for the movie. I did not like the whole pill thing. And <laughs> it just was. Man, I forgot about that till you just said it. Oscar Isaac's in it. Oh, oh is yeah. He? Yes. Yeah. He's, a, he's only in like the first it's not it. very long yeah. into it but. he's uh i love oscar isaac i like him in everything yeah. but it is and edward norton's in it um but it is very much like i don't really understand why we're doing this i thought that this is just a cash grab yeah for sure i pretty much is like immediately dismissive of this movie i was just yeah. like this is not gonna be i've good. only seen it i would i didn't even watch it i didn't go see it in theaters i think dad bought it and he was like you should at least give it a watch and so we watched it, and the ending is extremely abrupt. It is, it is. There's like no resolution or anything to it. It's just like yeah, all of a sudden it's, it's very abrupt. weird. And so, um, yeah, it it just kind of was like, why are we, why are we doing this? And so I think that I was kind of in the same boat with the newest one as well. Of it, it didn't really do. I here's what I kind of left feeling. If you are going to resurrect this character, this storyline, this franchise, you need to bring something new to the table, and it has to be something that you feel like you haven't already talked about. And him, okay, I guess we're gonna spoil spoil alerts on this too. Like you revealing stuff about his dad being involved in Treadstone, it just didn't do anything for me. I and it felt like. It was more of of Paul Greengrass wanting to make a film about the uh, the harms of having government involved in in like cyber computerized stuff like are you really secure type thing 
than a Bourne movie. I remember at one point in that movie with Tommy Lee Jones, Alicia Vikander, and um, what's the guy? Uh, how do you say the guy's name from Rogue One? Rise, Rise, I'm um, Ahmed. Ahmed. They were talking, and I literally had to be like, oh, oh, we're in a Bourne movie. Like, I totally forgot what we were watching because it was so just heavy on, like, the government is trying to is trying to access people's like security information, and so it just felt more along the lines of that than a Bourne movie. I it it had everything you want in a Bourne movie, like car chasing and and action stuff, and it was fine. And the guy that they had playing the the assassin opposite of Bourne, Vincent Castle from Ocean's Twelve, I thought he was really good. But it just was like, if you're going to bring back Matt Damon and resurrect this character, you're going to need more than just what we get in the first three of those kinds of things. And it just didn't feel like that. So, mm-hmm. and yeah. I listen, I will go see Alicia Vikander in anything. She is as cute as the day is long, but it just, <laughs> it was not enough for me to really enjoy it. Yeah, I think because she was in it, I liked it a bit more than... Oh, yeah, I mean... Then I, like, I agree with what you're saying. Like the, the plot didn't add anything to the series, really. No, I don't. Like I, there was. There, I don't this... need to know about. I don't honestly. They kind of in in the first three. So sorry for interrupting, but in the first three, they make it out like he's like, your name's David Webb. You you were born in Missouri or something. All I needed to know is that, like, he was born in Missouri. I don't care about his dad. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that didn't do anything for me. Like, why are we bringing your dad into this? Yeah. I mean, there was nothing. I mean, it was what it was. Like, I kind of saw it on a whim. It was just something to do. Right. You know? Yeah. But I didn't really. I mean, I liked the movie, but I've only seen it that one time. Yeah, I mean, if you're a fan of the franchise and you just want to see Matt Damon be Jason Bourne and, like, kill people with a magazine, sure. But it just, it didn't really add up. Yeah. <clears throat> so, what, what do I... We're talking about the the newest one, right? Well, yeah, J- Jason Bourne. Um, I, I saw it at a drive-in, and everyone I was with really hated it. I thought it was fine. The, the subject matter was a little it was a little too late to be doing that subject about like computers yes. and yes. whatever it was about. Um, it was just like, okay, 10 years ago, maybe, but right, right. not, not now, but mm-hmm. I honestly really can't remember much about it. I only saw it the one time it didn't I've, stick yeah. with me. Um, I really think that they shouldn't have made it. They should have just left it where, yeah. where it was. And even, even, even like something as such, trademark as we've seen in every born movie all the born movies end with like well why don't you uh, come into the office and we'll talk about it um i doubt that because i'm in your office right now and it does that <laughs> music you know and they're like oh god we gotta get back you know <laughs> even that in this in the last one where she's like he's talking to elisa vikander she's like we'll just like come in and we can i can work it out and then he has this recording of her basically saying I can get him to do whatever we want or something still was kind of like, okay, like we're just reaching to always end on this kind of a note, you know? So it was, I felt like it was really disappointing on, you know, on that. 
So I was trying to. Who does that song? Moby. Moby does that. Song. I don't know, but I love the. Li- that, that is the brrr. best part. Yeah, that brrr. is the best part of the second one where he's like, "You should get some rest, Pamela. You look tired." And yeah. It goes right into that. <laughs> yeah. It's like the best part. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's Moby. This yeah. is this. This is basically a trilogy of government incompetence <laughs> at the highest level. Pretty much. <laughs> they created a killing machine and they can't pretty, control pretty, it. They can't get him. <laughs> he just wants to be. It's, I mean, it's, if you were to write out what they're about, it sounds like almost every action movie, but it's just the way they go about it is such more detailed and like the subject matter is so much better than any, you know, like, I just want to be left alone. I just want to stay on in India with my wife and just, you know, but you, you pulled me out, you killed her. You know, it's like the same thing. Yeah. But the way they go about it is so much different. Him not knowing who he is, I think contributes to the story yeah. a lot more. Yeah. Cause you also, Cause it makes it more it interesting. Right. All right. So why don't we guess the ranking? So I'm not going to make you guess the percentages, but guess the ranking from lowest, the highest of the five movies oh okay like what's the best so go from worst to best worst to best yeah okay, worst is uh probably the newest one no born uh born legacy i would say is the worst i'm okay. gonna say the it's... other one i don't know what the newest one's called <laughs> what's the name of the newest one uh jason Bourne. Oh, okay. So I think okay, that, so that you, one's the worst. Guessing, you're guessing Legacy. You're guessing Legacy and then Jason Bourne and then what? And then Ultimatum, Identity. Oh, no, no. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Supremacy is the third. Okay. And then uh, Identity. Okay. And Ultimatum is, is the best. Okay. Kendra. <clears throat> so Kendra, are you, going, are you going Jason Bourne the worst? Yeah, then Legacy, then Supremacy, Ultimatum, Identity. Supremacy, Ultimatum, Identity. Kinder, you were really, really close. Yes. (laughs) So it's actually the worst is Jason Bourne with 55%. Then second is Legacy with 56. (laughs) Well, that's like two points. Yeah. And then Supremacy, and then Identity. Supremacy is 81, then Identity is 83, and then Ultimatum is 92. So Ultimatum is really the Ultimatum got the, Ultimatum highest. Would be yeah. the highest. So you, well, actually, I guess you were both right. You both missed two. So, yeah, yep. So which I, I mean, I figured sense. Supremacy I mean, would be worse. Or yeah, ranks. Supremacy is the lowest out of the original three. So then Identity, because Identity gets you into it. Well, Kendra, to your to your credit. Identity with the critics is 93, and Ultimatum with the critics is 91. Mm. So, if you're going with the critics, you would have won. Nice. So. Nice. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all I got about that. About that, Jason Bourne. All right. Well, should we write it? Should I say David Webb? <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really know what you would rate it on. Uh, uh, stones. <laughs> Yo, I give this thing like ten treadstones. Ten treadstones. <laughs> ten blue pills. Ten. No. Ten blues. We won't give them the satisfaction. <laughs> no, I ten get, pens. Whatever, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> ten magazines. 
Ten random items to kill you with. Um, yeah, that's what I give it. Ten. I also give it ten. Kendra, ten. Christian? I will give this a ten random items to kill you with. Woo! Look at that. Ten across the board. We did what it. a what a good day this has been. <laughs> the best dad movie ever made. So many families <laughs> have come together around this, this story of violence and death. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kendra, what do you got for extra credit? All right, we're gonna play one of our favorite games. Is it the shows when the shows came out? No, it's the tagline game. I'm okay, so cool. I love this. I love this one. What? What? When the shows came out? Yeah. What's the? I don't know. The one where Christian thinks that. Uh, the well, tag, I mean that's the one where Christian thinks the Cosby Show came out in two thousand. Are we doing that? A was two thousand tags? Or are we? No, doing this is still nineties. This oh, is nineties. Yeah. Oh my. All right, so uh, first one. This movie came out in 1996. It has two taglines. The first one is, don't answer the phone, don't open the door, don't try to escape. Scream. Yes. Point for ah, Christian. Look at that. Uh, oh, my 90s horror. <laughs> <laughs> um, this movie came out in 1997. The tagline is, he sits, he stays, he shoots, he scores. Airbud. <laughs> yes. Uh, oh yeah, Airbud. <laughs> uh, all right, this one came out also nineteen ninety seven. Things are about to get a little hairy. Wait, can you repeat it? When Harry met Sally. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Can you repeat the? Can you repeat the whole thing? The year nineteen ninety seven. Things 1987. Are... No, 1997. 97. Oh, 97. Things are about to get hairy. A little hairy. A little hairy. hairy. This has got to be... Stuart Little. No. Cats versus dogs. Or whatever. Is it cats versus dogs? Something. That wasn't 97. It's got to be something stupid about... Uh, C-Spot Run. No. Uh, Christian, I'll give you a hit. Christian, we watched this movie at your house. Beethoven. With, like, the whole youth group. We definitely should not have watched it. Oh, American Werewolf in London. <laughs> Is it that? Is it that? In Paris. American in Paris. Werewolf in Paris. Oh, in Paris. In Paris. No, we, did, we watched American Werewolf in London. Oh, did we? There's two? <laughs> yeah, I didn't oh, even okay. know there was one in Paris. Well, th- this is Paris, so... That, the one American Werewolf in London was like an 80s movie, or yeah. possibly earlier. Oh, yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. All right, 1997. Again, everything is suspect, everyone is for sale, and nothing is what it seems. Everything is suspect. Clue. No. Everything is for sale. Everyone That's is so for weird. sale. That's a Every, weird thing Everyone to say. is for sale. Rat race or... Um, Around the world in 80 days. No. For sale. That's weird. That's throwing me off, that second part. Like, awesome. like everyone can be... <laughs> everyone has a price. Everyone can be bought. Okay. Can you re- repeat it? Everything is suspect. Everyone is for sale. And nothing is what it seems. Corbin, this is a movie you've seen. Like, a lot. Uh... Recently. Catch me if you can. Recently. 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 <laughs> <laughs> LA Confidential? Yeah. 
Oh. Makes sense. Okay. I would have never got that. <laughs> Alright, this is a movie we've all seen. Okay. Night, still 1997. Protecting the Earth from the Scum of the Universe. Toy Story 2. <laughs> <laughs> Christian, what? <laughs> protecting the Universe from No, what? Protecting the Earth from the Oh, sc- Super Troopers. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Starship Troopers. <laughs> no, but that's an okay guess, I, don't I guess. Know. Trying to Independence Day? No, but that's a better guess. It's, it involves uh, aliens. <laughs> oh my gosh. Alien from the scum of the earth. The sc- oh, Fifth Element. No. Protecting the earth from the scum of the universe. Oh, Men in Black. Yes, Men in Black. Yeah. I was like, we've gone through all of them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> What could it be? That's funny. All right, we'll make this the last one. Uh, these are these have proven to not be <laughs> as easy. Yeah, this time around. Um, well, this been easier for me, surprisingly. This also has this has three taglines. Okay. Ninety-seven. Okay. First one is nothing on Earth could come between them. The second one is the most incredible thing that ever happened is about to happen to you. The third one is Collide with Destiny. Titanic. Yes. Good job. Wow. Was that's, it, a, that's a walk-off. Was it the collide that made you? Yeah. 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 Oh. Yep. That was, that's good. I'm glad that we did that. My mind was going to aliens again. <laughs> <laughs> so, I was like, hmm, what Christian, alien movie? What was the movie? first one you said of, that one, of the aliens? What did you say? It's about it's a Toy Harry. Story 2. <laughs> oh. Toy Story Two. I was thinking uh, Buzz and uh, and his dad (laughs) fighting each other. Yeah. Is Speed Two? Does it take place on a boat? I don't know. Uh, train. Well, the tagline for Speed Two is "Rush Hour hits the water." Oh, then maybe. Hmm. Is Keanu Reeves in that? No, but but Sandy Sandy B signed up for that. Sandy B. Wow. I've never seen. <laughs> I've never seen oh, Speed Two. Goodness. There's a photo of William Defoe in it that looks. I really feel like crazy. that is a meme. <laughs> that is. Oh man, he's like uh, cringing like Gollum or something. All right, Corbin, be looking up a quote while I'm already, saying already this. Already okay. Well, if you'd like to share your thoughts on uh, the Born series with us, you can email us at nostalgiamethis at gmail.com. Uh, or we are also on the Twitters at Nostalgia Me This. So we'd love to hear from you. And you can listen to us on iTunes or SoundCloud. So don't forget to rate and subscribe. And Corbin's going to take us out with a quote. I swear to God, if I so much as feel someone behind me, there is no measure to how fast and how hard I will bring this fight to your doorstep. Yeah. <laughs> Bam. Boom. Bam. Look at that. Don't mess with Bourne. That's right. He will right. kill you. All right, well, that's all I got. All right, goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. Toy Story 2.